country in education, in health services, and in every area of American life. It's time for us to stand up in George's name and say, get your knee off our necks. This is the time. We won't stop. We gonna keep going until we change the whole system of justice. Poison, Sickest in the South, episode 14, I'm pretty sure. Um, right now, I am alone, per usual, and uh, the wind is blowing, and it's raining, and it's, it's very somber outside, and I think that that is pretty indicative to the past, like, three weeks. Excuse me, the past three and a half months. It has been the craziest emotional roller coaster of my entire adult life. Most of it has turned into a great thing, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's awesome. But the shit we were dealing with even before, be and during, currently, still now, the COVID 19. You wonder so much shit. Like, I imagine that everyone who has been watching the Black Lives Matter movement pretty much really start to see it. It's really, the, this is like a glorious time for that movement. Like, it's awesome and it's sparked up so much conversation and it's caused so much change already. There's definitely a shift happening in society right now, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, at its core, it is definitely uh, some really awesome changes with police brutality and all that uh, fucked up shit. I think it's time. I think it's definitely time for us to try to change the stigmas of racism and start having... Everybody learn more and be a part of equality, really. We've always said it. People have always said they want equality. But there are a lot of people actually out there on the front lines. At least just being involved. But there are protests not only in every single U.S. state, American state, whatever, any of the 50th states... And there are people protesting across the entire planet. Uh, I would, if you haven't heard the story of George Floyd, <clears throat> uh, George Floyd was a black man who was, uh, his life was taken too early from some cops, some some pig-ass cops, obviously. At least one of them was a total fuck-up. 
because his name was uh, something I can't remember, but I don't even really think he's that important. I mean, he's a bitch, but he's just one in many bitch-ass cops. So I'm just, you know, I'm not personally shitting on every cop, but most of them probably suck ass and do foul shit. Anyway, this guy, not I mean, not most of them probably do this, but this guy fucking got caught on camera, like... With his knee on the back of the, this George uh, George Floyd's back. And he choked him out. Pretty much. And he was like crying for his mom. And I don't know. I do know. I'm just explaining it in bits and pieces. I'm sure most of you have heard it. <clears throat> but his story very similar to a lot of other African Americans. And the others just go unnoticed. Fortunately someone was there with a the camera to put this, you know out back into the atmosphere because this is not the first time this has happened on camera so and as horrible of a loss it is it is definitely safe to say that George Floyd will not be going in vain because he has definitely sparked a real change in the world and it's pretty awesome and it's exciting you know we at least things are shaking up we always kind of said I guess we needed something to shake up eventually I just didn't expect it all to happen in one year because uh, motherfuckers are tired. But no, there are a lot of people protesting. There have been some uh, rowdy shits take place. One of them being in Washington, D.C. They threw tear gas at protesters uh, 30 minutes before the curfew started. Now, I know some of you people probably don't keep up with this shit, like, every day, but I, I can't help it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but just look it up. The shit's out, the shit is on Google. There's just a bunch of crazy stuff going on right now with the, uh, protesting and stuff. But I don't even think that there are very, I think all of them have been peaceful, like, the past couple of days. Most of the places in the country. But with that being said, there are still a lot of uh, petitions to be signed and a lot of uh, voices to still be heard. So it's pretty active in the streets right now, to say the least. And it's active online too. I've been seeing, I've been seeing where like people will find where somebody posts something racist. Which I don't know, man. There's so many of these videos. I'm starting to think that some of these like dorky ass white kids or like preppy white kids are just trying to get in trouble they li they like getting put on blast but fuck them I, I imagine that their life is pretty miserable for a couple of months after they post some shit like that on snapchat or instagram or facebook the alternative to that though is uh my wife Brittany saw on facebook where some guy that she knew from uh school he was like on Facebook in the comment section on some true blue white supremacist shit. Like he was like not shameful. He <clears throat> he said the the hard R in his uh, comments, and he gen he said that he was a Nazi. He was like I am I am a skinhead Nazi. Like he ain't he ain't with the shits at all. I don't. But he deleted his comments pretty crazy shit so everybody's out there crazy knows no color that is for sure uh, 
but no, yeah, so, I'm sure there's plenty of things to talk about with that, but, uh, it is a ongoing thing, you know, Black Lives Matter, and, uh, it's time that everybody knows, <laughs> um, apparently Joe Biden is, as of right now, polling higher than Donald Trump, <laughs> Uh, now, I don't know how much that matters, and I don't even know how much that's for real, but, I don't know, I wouldn't refer to my podcast as a politics podcast, <clears throat> so don't ever just take my word for it, I guess, but, I looked up George Soros, because I've been hearing so much about him. Because apparently, George Soros has people with maybe more, people who are more susceptible to uh, some bullshit, but people similar to me apparently are being brainwashed by George Soros. So I looked him up. This dude is rich as a bitch. Like, he is a old, decrepit-ass rich man. Like, <clears throat> I can't even think about what to compare him to. Like, he looks like his skin is still about to fall off of his face. But he owns and runs this place. I mean, he might be a very nice guy. I was just very rude about the way he looked. I don't, I don't genuinely know that he is a bad guy. But hear me out. He owns or started this foundation called like the Open World Society and now I know that I don't know how far down the rabbit hole like like the diehard Trumpers are about George Soros but apparently they bring him up a lot because I guess Trump has said something about it or maybe it is a deeper conspiracy than that but I was just looking up his, their website and looking up all this other shit. A lot of that stuff is true that they're saying. Apparently, this guy has, like, been in court for... You know, I don't even really know if I'm even supposed to talk about this stuff on the internet. To be 100% honest. For, well, for what it's worth, I don't intend on going any further down the rabbit hole. I actually was curious to know how you work for him. <laughs> I was like, how do you get a job working for this guy? They're saying, look, dude, these people say that he paid, not him specifically. It doesn't say that him specifically did anything, but they're saying that his foundations could have, uh, like, paid protesters or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure if Alex Jones was, like, easier to access than actually going to his website... He probably is on some crazy shit right now. I haven't listened to what he had, his commentary on what's going on right now. I bet he's like, oh my god. <laughs> they finally made it in from Mars. <laughs> the time is here. <laughs> the lizards. I don't know, man. I wonder what's going on. I mean, it is pretty cool we went to space. Since the last time I talked to you guys, we went to space. Uh, that's pretty tight. SpaceX sent, I believe it was two guys... On like a pod, it looked like a pod, like it wasn't like a normal spaceship rocket gig. Like it looked like something that you kind of wish you could drive, but uh, which is cool. I think that's awesome. Uh, they went to the space station. 
It's the first time that anyone's been launched from America since like 2009 or something. It's been a long time, apparently. So hell yeah, cool, that happened. Uh, let's see. I was unemployed for quite a while there. Not that you guys care about my personal life or anything, but I got, uh, my, I went back to work at my old job. It was cool. Had more hours than I did, like, right before we stopped. Basically, I'm back to having normal hours already. But, uh, I, I got, I went to collect unemployment, <coughs> and whenever I finally got it, got to it, like, two weeks after I had been unemployed, I, uh, I gave them the wrong address for my card, so I still haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm back at work, because it would have been hell, but I waited, like, two weeks, and I was just like, holy shit, and then I waited, like, three weeks, and I'm pretty sure we waited over a month, and I finally called, and that's when I realized that I gave them the wrong address. And he's like, you're going to have to go back onto your account and change your address, and then called me back he was a super nice guy and a lot of times those people just sound so frustrated when you're trying to get on the phone with somebody who's running customer service somewhere i know you guys do not care at all about how nice this guy was but he really wasn't that nice he was just nice nonetheless i finally changed my address and then they were closed for the weekend so now i'm gonna call them tomorrow or today whenever you guys hear this it'll be today it doesn't matter. It really is completely irrelevant. I'm baffling on. I kind of miss being out and going out in public. That sucks. Uh, I think you can go to restaurants now here in Hattiesburg, but I haven't. Uh, I want to say we went and ate Mexican food. They had uh, limited seating. And this was out where I live, which is a little bit outside of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Shout out to Mississippi. Shout out to all my friends and family that actually listen to this podcast. Uh, actually, I know that there's a good bit of you guys that listen to this podcast that live in Hattiesburg. So, yeah. Shout out. But anyway. So, it's kind of a podunk. They probably never even closed that restaurant down. <laughs> I'm just being honest. They're probably like, no, nah, come in. They just leave the lights off. They're like, no, nah, we're serving. That would be crazy. It would be. Think about how crazy it would have to be to be a cop. Think about think about how crazy it'd be to be a cop in the first place. But think about how crazy it would be to be a, a police officer and have to go in a restaurant and be like, hey, I'm gonna take you to jail if you don't shut this place down. Why? <laughs> because. COVID-19. That would suck. <clears throat> Especially after they knew they were supposed to be closed. And they send a cop over there. Because they see that they're open. What do you think that fine is like? Or do you, do you actually go to jail? <clears throat> I bet I could look that up. I also wish I lived a little bit closer to people. So I could get like an actual team for my podcast. But... You know, I feel like everything like that has to include, like, a shitload of money. So, for right now, I'm just working on getting this uh, microphone. So, then, I'll be one step closer to being the coolest podcast 
in the South. But for now, I'm just the sickest. I'm like a, a decrepit old flower of a podcast. But like a flower with Benjamin Button disorder. It's like it's, you know, it's old, decrepit, and whatever, withered, and then it just de-withers and becomes a bright, blossomous flower. It is really creepy outside. The wind is blowing, and it's doing that thing right in this window. By where I'm at in my room, well, my study, whatever, and it's really bizarre. It freaks me out. It's got me uh, feeling very uncomfortable, but we did find out some good MMA uh, news. Not good news. We've just had a lot of crazy stuff happen. Uh, la- I'll start with last night. Um, Amanda Nunez, she won her fight. There's really no reason to really explain it. The girl she was fighting took a brutal-ass beating, and they probably could have stopped it in the fourth round, but they let it go on until the end. But Amanda Nunez was definitely sparing her in the fifth uh, round. She's a good fighter, but, you know, she also got waylaid by, uh, by Cyborg. But Amanda Nunes <laughs> waylaid Cyborg, so, anyway, so I wasn't even going to explain that fight, but I did get to see, uh, I think two other ones, and one of them was the Cody Garbrandt fight, and holy shit, I don't know if anybody has ever watched this guy fight before. Or if any of you got some of you might not even watch UFC, but that's fine. I only talk about it for so long. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, like, used to seem so undisciplined when he would fight. If you go back and watch his highlight reels, he's just constant. Like, he's nowhere near as defensive as he should be, but he kicked ass. So, I mean, he was a, he had the belt like for one fight. He won it and then lost it the next fight, I think. But uh. Anyway, he's got a pretty good backstory, though, for what it's worth. Even though he kind of looks like a total douche, but he might just look like the ultimate dude. I can't tell. Uh, anyway, he got he had a fight with a guy, a man whose name uh, slips me every time. But he is kind of a veteran. He's been fighting for a long time, and he, he was ranked, so... <clears throat> uh, this guy was, that guy was fighting just as good as Cody was, really. I mean, but you could tell that there was something burning in uh, Cody. Might have been HPV, I don't know, but he had something. And uh, he did, his knockout was insane. He he ducked down. They, obviously, it would do you more justice if, it'd do them more justice if you watched the video, but his knockout was insane. Right there, buzzer beater, just Clipped this dude, knocked him out. Uh, yeah, and I want to say I saw another fight, but I don't remember. I don't remember which other one I saw. But uh, it was pretty cool. They had their pay per view in the Apex Center in Las Vegas, which is like a, a new thing. Uh, it's like an actual UFC small theater. It's pretty crazy, but it's pretty interesting because it's like it almost has. It almost looks like it could be set up to be like a ballroom with the fighters in the middle. Like, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Anyway, uh, Dana White is definitely uh, on some fuck shit apparently because every, every, I mean, probably the top ten overall damn near are complaining about money. Connor retired again. 
which is you know pissing in the wind really but he retired again because you know you know if none of these other fighters are getting what they want then conor mcgregor is definitely not getting what he wants it's like don't get me wrong this is not exactly the time to be asking for a raise you have people like jorge masvidal and uh john jones who allegedly according to dana white just signed uh eight fight contracts and they both only fought one in each and jorge masvidal and john jones are both uh very upset about not getting paid john jones has had some pretty ugly exchanges with dana white in the past couple of days as well but nonetheless uh yeah so connor's not fighting anytime soon looks like jorge masvidal might not be fighting anytime soon which kind of blows, because nobody in the welterweight division wants to fight Kamar Usman, and he's got the belt. <laughs> uh, Justin Gaethje is fighting Khabib sometime in September, I think. But I think Conor retired because he just wanted his uh, he wants his Khabib fight, which is kind of pussy when you think about it. It's like, why not go and fight, like, two or three other people? Go show everybody why. Go show everybody that they deserve, I mean, to fucking support you as their champ. You don't act like a fucking champ. <laughs> not to be a dickhead or anything, but it's like, go fight. You ain't gotta go have no fucking super fight. That's what I'm saying. Go go fight some some nobody. Or go fight some ranked fighter that you know you can fucking whoop up on. And uh, donate your purse to charity or something. It's just you got all that money. I mean, excuse me, but Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor can hit. I hate when a motherfucker who's always talking about kicking somebody's ass and all and is always supposed to be the people's fucking guy, but somehow this cocksucker like dodges a fight like every time. Because it's like, oh, I don't have to fight. Because I've got money. I don't have to. Well, it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not in his position, so I guess if I had as much money as he did, then I probably would be like, fuck y'all too. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, so UFC is pretty interesting. Uh, plenty, of, plenty of videos on that if you want to look that up. Uh, basketball is coming back apparently they are going to be having i guess the playoff team the team's eligible for playoffs or something i don't know i didn't buy that too much into it because uh, i don't have cable at my house i have hulu and netflix and tubi tubi is where we've been watching uh degrassi nonetheless uh basketball is coming back um i'm quite sure that they're going to figure out some way to play football They've had the most time to renegotiate and figure out and, you know, get their racist quarterbacks out of the way or get them straightened out with the best PR team in the world, which is not the same PR team that Roger Goodell uses because <laughs> Roger Goodell looks like a cornball up there. I mean, it's cool what he said, and, you know, it's like it's like a little too much, a little too late. Like, they're like, oh, we're, you know, looks like Colin Kaepernick may get signed, which, I mean, if he does or doesn't, good for him. But I just think to myself, I was like, well, fuck, man, after all of this, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick probably sign up to be the new president, which would be <laughs> probably pretty cool <laughs> if you think about it. But 
I don't think that he's interested in doing that. But it would like what would it be like for Kaepernick to be back in the NFL? Like if he was playing football for the National Football League, what if he was? Oh shit! What if he was even better than he was when he went to the Super Bowl? I've had a lot of people say a lot of uh, negative things about him being able to play, but I'm like, maybe you guys are just reaching. Because y'all just don't want to say anything else bad about him, so... <clears throat> and I'm like, I don't know, dude. You can't say that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he sucked. There are way fucking worse quarterbacks, even if he would have played second string. He'd have a job somewhere by now. I'm also sure he's not just sitting there begging the NFL for a job 90% of the time. Especially at this point. Nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, I say that too much, nonetheless. It's also a little different when you're sitting here just looking at <clears throat> little pop dolls. What are they called? Not dolls. Uh, they're like <clears throat> bobbleheads without the bobble. You know what I'm saying? It's like you... Tap a bobblehead and it kind of just bobbles. Try and bobble your head right now. Just bobble. Bobble. Saying the word bobble just makes you want to bobble your head. Bobble. Bobble. Like, I'm curious to know what what did each of you do when you bobbled? Because, you know, is there a universal bobble your head? Bobble. Bobble. I don't know. You should try it, though. Bobble is the word. Um... Damn, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess, uh, I guess, you know, NFL is not going to have any trouble coming back because, let's be honest, that is, that is a lot of revenue for cities that they depend on every year. That's a lot of revenue, obviously, for the each organization, for each team as well, but I'm just curious to know. I mean, shit, people have been out and about. A lot for like the past month, and especially all over the country. I haven't heard them, them, and haven't seen a bunch of shit popping up about COVID getting worse or killing more people. Not to be so aggressive, but it kind of makes you wonder. But apparently, there's like no trace of it in Italy. Like, and Italy was like way worse. <clears throat> well, it wasn't way worse. I mean, we ended up getting way worse, but for a while there, they were really bad off. So it makes you wonder, is it going to be like, you know, the same way for us? Like, is it just going to kind of pass through? Like, is everybody going to be like, oh, we had COVID, but now we don't. And But are we going to be immune to it when it comes back around, if that is a thing? hope that we can figure it out i hope that bill gates and george soros can come up with a plan <laughs> that would be uh that would be something would it not uh they're tearing down all the confederate statues across the country and they're apparently tearing down like other oppressors and dictators all over the world right now but it's like nobody is mad about it like, I mean, there's plenty of people mad about it, but, like, in my head, I just think that there would be, 
Now, I'm not mad about it either. I'm glad that it's going down peacefully and most everybody is pretty fucking cool with what's going on. Because, I mean, it's not like they're tearing off George Washington's head. Or it's not like they're tearing off Abraham Lincoln's head. They're not tearing off Martin Luther King's head. Like, there were very powerful people that probably... I mean, I'm sure George Washington was a prick too, to be honest. But I only say that a prick in today's terms. I mean, fuck. I have no idea what it was like 200 years ago or whenever it was that he was president the world was a different place I mean we've been here for a really long time and I mean what do you think it was like 600 years ago you can look it up you know you can read a book and figure it out but like what do you think it was really like like to put yourself in the shoes of literally virtually everything that you have access to just isn't there 600 years ago. You don't have a phone. You don't have a lamp. Probably don't even have a pen. I don't know that. <laughs> for fact, I just say. I wonder if they had guitars. They didn't have plastic bottles. But yeah. Nonetheless... There are a lot of things. They're getting rid... I think they're going to end up changing the Mississippi flag. Which is finally going to get rid of the rebel flag. And it's like... You know, that's what I was saying about... Like, you would think there would be more pushback. Not necessarily, like, violently or anything. But it's like... I feel like there would be more people out there protesting like... Hey, we want to keep our shit. (laughs) But maybe a lot of those people are just realizing it's a change of the times too. And they still have the right as well to I mean I'm pretty sure for now at least they have the right to you know hoist their flags and shit at their house and on their property and stuff if that's their thing but you know uh not much from the alt-right have I have we been hearing um yeah so, uh, uh, I got a truck. I got a truck, yeah. That's pretty cool. My car that I had was always giving me fits and giving me trouble, so I got a truck. Uh, I never owned a truck before. I've had a Jeep, and I had a Mazda 626. And I had this Nissan that, uh, it was Britney's, but then I was the adopter of it once she got a new vehicle. Uh, it just sucked. It was old. You could tell it had been run down. A lot of trips back and forth from Hattiesburg to McComb, for sure. It had a lot of miles on it when she got it, I believe. I'm quite sure none of y'all care about that, but... I am a little curious now that sports are coming back. I wonder if it would be worth me re-downloading my DraftKings uh, app. I don't know if any of you guys play DraftKings, but... I don't know if any some of you guys should play DraftKings, because it can be pretty addictive. But, fortunately for me, the way that I utilize that stuff is... Sometimes I'll take money out, but... Like, with DraftKings, I'm pretty sure I put in, like, $25 whenever I first downloaded the app. And that same night, like, I spent I spent 11 of those dollars because I was only going to spend 10 
and I was going to take the other back out after I was done. But I spent $11, and I ended up winning like $60. So I just played off of a lot of that. I think I took like $30 out of it and just played with the rest of it for months. And, I mean, I would get up a good bit. I'd get down, but the, my favorite things to bet on were MMA fights. I downloaded it for the Conor McGregor fight, and that's the first night that I won all that money. Lost a bunch of money betting on basketball, though. That was piss poor. I, I sucked at that. Uh, we were betting on XFL for a little while, too. But then everything got shut down, so... Which makes me wonder, I wonder what's going to happen to the XFL. If anybody has an update on that, that'd be great. I came up with this theory that what if... What if they were going to just sell us to China and Russia and there was nothing we could do about it? Like, and they're just trying to, you know... Not, I'm not saying I adhere to this, uh this theory but i'm just this is just me like writing a fiction novel like what if they sell us to china and russia and just turn us into their like we become the new like slave market for maybe not slave market i'm probably too sensitive of times to say that i don't mean it in that way but you know, they say every, how, how communism is. Everybody does whatever they do and the government controls everything and has everything partitioned out, whatever. Like, they, we just all work and they bring factories and stuff back, but we all work, like, and just make stuff for other countries. They just, I guess that would mean they recolonized us, but I don't know exactly what that would mean. But that's what we become because of how they're setting everything up it's like they want us to be they've always wanted us to be dependent on them but now they're like well let's just shift and make americans uh i don't know like they're wanting to defund the police which i mean i have yet to have it explained to me in a way that made like a bunch of sense but i think I don't know, I'm not as frightened by the words defund the police as I am abolish police. But I think the end goal of defunding the police is to abolish them. Meaning no cops. Like, not not like 100,000% reformed cops, but just no cops. There's a lot of people pointing a bunch of... Uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say propaganda, but there's a lot of people posting and sharing and articles and all this other stuff going around online about how you can, a society can function without police and how the only reason police exist <clears throat> were to ch chase slaves back in the day. Which, I mean, as a... As a white 27-year-old male that lives in rural America, I would definitely uh, say that they have other purposes now. But there is no telling. I can't. I couldn't be the one to tell you what cops are like in in cities, like or somewhere else. I mean, I know cops. I mean, a lot of them. 
if not all of them, profile the shit out of people. But in the same breath, I don't really know. I don't really know what we would do in this, in situations. It's like we're just assuming that if we just get rid of all the cops, all the like heinous shit would you know just stop happening. Like we don't just have like petty crimes transpiring here. Like we have crazy shit, like fucking homicidal killers and like rapists and shit. Like, so would it be one of those things where in rural Mississippi that we just all band together and go find people and just, or do we just assume to trust everyone? I mean, because I try to look at things, I mean, if there's that many people that are behind this, apparently they, they literally shamed the Minneapolis uh, mayor into defunding the police. That is crazy. Now, I'm not saying it's crazy in a good way, and I'm not saying it's crazy in a bad way. Because I really don't know what that means. But it definitely sounds like it's a little bit more reform than people were expecting. I'm very curious... This is one thing that, you know, Mississippi always uh, follows suit, but they always follow suit like 15 years after everyone else with anything. So, I feel like we're going to be able to witness and see what it's like for some places to have no police in America before it happens here. And for better or worse, we're definitely going to be able to see how that goes before it happens uh, everywhere, especially here in Mississippi. Uh, I'm very curious and concerned at the same time because it makes you want to think about the bigger picture of like every country, every state in the country becoming with no police. It's not going to happen next week. By any means, it's not going to happen by next year. But say in 15 years from now, most of us will be, you know, middle age, you know, people. A lot of us be parents or whatever. And there's no cops. Because somehow it worked out. It worked out to where they just didn't have any more cops. Let's just assume that that works out perfectly fine everywhere in the country. And that's life. That would be crazy. That would be absolutely nuts. But I feel like there are so, there is so much in between now and then that would ever make that happen. Like, what do you what are you gonna? You know how many jobs that is. That's like thousands of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of jobs across the entire country. And it makes you wonder, like, what would those people go and do? Especially when everything, uh, cars by 15 years from now, definitely not going to be running on gas like they do now. I mean, it is going to, that, like, oil is going to be 
I don't know. I could be wrong. They might find another use for oil. I mean, it seems like there's a million and one uses, but everything goes electronic. Everybody knows all the money is spent in big cities. I don't know what they're going to do when they come out with an electronic tractor that has a lifetime warranty and costs half the price. That shit would be crazy. You have a big ass combine out there. But it's like fucking all electronic. Just whopping down the entire field. The little bunny's going, no, it's just electronic. It's just like, bam, it's over. There you go. That would be nuts. It's like, and you can add this attachment to where you can cut over your neighbor's field. Yeah. That would be buck wild. And it's probably not that far-fetched. It's like it's solar-powered. Solar-powered combines. That for some reason go... Brow, brow, brow. Yes, bitch. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I just did that. But I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, the best of the Pine Belt thing. I don't know what happened with that. Um, they haven't released the winners. But I appreciate every one of you guys for voting and... Uh, Sticking with me through all that. That was awesome. And I apologize for not being more frequent with the podcast as of lately. But it's kind of been hard to really link up with guests. And then this past two weeks have been pretty uh, emotionally straining on me. And uh, probably a lot of other people. I mean, it's a time for growth and understanding. And, I've, you know, I try to keep my peace. I'm sharing stuff, you know, getting involved. And honestly... I, I don't I don't even know I don't know if this is even just me feeling a type of way or not but uh like I don't know if I feel would feel say I should feel guilty for this I don't but I feel like it was a, a good thing uh I called my like our, I text and called uh a few of my my black friends the past couple of days I mean I keep in touch with all of my friends but I barely talk to all my friends as well but it's like, I have spent more time checking up on my, you know, my black friends than I have my white friends these past two weeks. Just because it's like, hey man, this is a this is a great time, you know, like that's this is a this is going to be one of the most remembered times in American history. Like this is the certainly the we don't I don't know where this train's going, but this is the best train on the rails <laughs> i mean the nicest one it's the prettiest i mean this is going to be a pretty cool change hope we get a, a an exceptional amount of police reform and if and more than anything i hope that we can take a big ass chunk out of you know everyday racist shit like even as much as like I mean, laughing at jokes like i mean this is you know saying shit you know whatever it is this is a time for you know i think especially us white people to you know really turn over some new leaves and get people like you know uh, the thing with the hard talks it's like i can definitely understand how there would be tension right now with people like because especially with family members it's like you just have to if you i mean finding yourself not talking about it it's like uh impossible because it's like to me it's like i almost i feel obligated to bring this shit up in conversation i don't necessarily always bring it up in a aggressive way like i'm not looking for an argument 
but I do kind of, uh, it makes me curious how a lot of other white folk at, uh, feel about stuff like that. Because some people would surprise you. I've been surprised by a lot of people about how many people are actually like, you know, really supportive of all this. I guess you don't give people enough credit when you whole state is labeled as religious fucking diehard Republicans. You don't expect for people to be down with change, but I think there's a lot more people excited about it, especially since they're not alone. It's like you you're not like few and far in between anymore. It's like there's people protesting everywhere in very positive ways, you know. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of hard to not be supportive of something like this. So, uh, hopefully you are, you know. And hey, you guys should be so proud of me. I just realized that I went through this whole podcast without wearing into Donald Trump. But I think I'm going to just, I'm going to write out a thesis on how I actually emotionally despise that guy. I mean, I'm not like a violent person or anything like that, so this isn't some kind of manifesto. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be chilling and dealing with it either way, but, uh, man, Donald Trump, that's a guy right there. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to let y'all go. Thank y'all so much for listening to me ramble. <coughs> I'm going to try to get some guests, hopefully by this next podcast. This week, I will probably try to have someone come and do one with me. I also want to let you guys know that uh, I'm not on Facebook anymore. Uh, Election season always gets me, but I will be back on there eventually because I'll eventually be thinking about releasing more music. Just not right now because now is not the time. I don't look. The worst thing I would rather do, worst thing I would like to do right now is get online and promote myself. That sounds pretty uh, selfish at the moment, but um, yeah, I don't have the only way I can promote the podcast is on Twitter and Instagram. So I need you guys to tell a friend or make sure you go and listen to the other episodes you might have missed. Um, I'm gonna try to once again. I know I say this all the time, but I'm really gonna try to get back on doing these once a week. Um, I appreciate you, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys are safe out there. Be careful, you know, live your life the right way, and uh, yeah, thank you so much.